I am really thankful for my little three-month-old baby right now. She's just awesome, and it's really teaching me a lot about my relationship with God. I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for 2 Corinthians 12, 9. His power is perfect in my weakness. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my for my family, my wife, who's a beautiful woman, and she just she loves the Lord. My daughter, who loves the Lord. My son, who loves God also. And just I'm thankful for all of that. Welcome to Intentional Living, and Happy Thanksgiving. Our operators are home with their families today, but you can still call our storyline and tell us how being thankful has impacted your life. Our number is toll-free, 1-888-888-1717. That's 1-888-888-1717. Now from the Intentional Living Center in Tucson, Arizona, here's Randy. Thank you, Kurt. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, my friend. Thank you for being a part of the ministry so faithfully and and we're here, Thanksgiving, to uh, rejoice in what God is doing and to give thanks. And I'll tell you, we're doing something special today. We are just simply going to be reflecting on some of the stories that we've heard, some of the testimonies that have come in or phone calls that we've received that point us back to an attitude of thankfulness. And that's what this day is all about. Together with the family, for many, maybe you're alone today, driving, listening in the car, wherever you may be, we want you to know that we're thankful for you, and we're glad that you can be a part of the program today. Let's begin with Scripture, First uh, Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8. And uh, here we see three things that God lays out for us. Give thanks to the Lord, the Scripture says. Call on His name and make known among the nations what He has done. You want to have a call to action about being intentional? Give thanks to the Lord. That's something I hope you're doing if you're by yourself or with a group of people today or with your family. Call on his name. And boy, do we need that today in this nation, to call upon him. And then make him known among the nations. And maybe for you, the nations now, with technology, you literally can reach people in many, many powerful ways you can be that ongoing ambassador, disciple of Christ, as you share, not in a preachy way, but in an effective way of what God has done in your life, his intentional love for you and the difference that has made. If you enjoy sharing with us what he has done uh, through your life and in your life, call our comment line and tell us at 888-888-1717, press number 2, I'll put you right into our comment line. And before we begin this uh, sharing some of these testimonies with you, I just want to say how much we are thankful as a team, all of us who work in the Intentional Living Center, for those of you who so faithfully and regularly uh, pray for us and then support us financially in your practical support, it's making a huge difference, okay? So come on in and uh, let's spend a little bit of time together, pass the turkey and stuffing. We're going to have a good time here at the Intentional Living Center. I'm thankful for the faithfulness of God. Back in July, um, my husband left me and our three boys. And I've been a stay-at-home mom, and so I didn't have any income, and he just left us with pretty much nothing. And just through the faithfulness of God, my children have yet to go hungry and have yet to go to school naked. So they've been provided with everything. My cupboards are overflowing with people from church have brought me everything I need. And um, there was a woman at church this last week that I barely know that just came up to me and said, 
God has placed you heavy on my heart. Here, happy Thanksgiving. And she gave me a gift card to go to Walmart and get what I needed. And just love offerings have come into the church anonymously for me. And my bills are all paid. And I have somewhere to live. And he just provided above and beyond what I even need. So I'm just very thankful for that. Thank you for sharing with us, you know. Uh, being thankful also requires us today, when we think of intentional living, to take action. JFK made the statement that as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. Uh, and I think that, I think that's pretty profound. I think sometimes we think of the pilgrims, we think of that era, and it's easy to kind of romanticize what that must have been like. Those were difficult days. It was said that the pilgrims made seven times more graves than they made huts. No Americans have ever been more impoverished than these who nevertheless set aside a day of thanksgiving. And uh, we are blessed in our nation. we got challenges for sure. We have issues that uh, we wrestle with in this country. And we got a lo- we got a lot of really important issues that are serious, national security issues, I'm concerned about where we are as a people. Instead of being together, we're getting more and more separated uh, and you know, into our own little groups. Uh, and God loves us. He loves us no matter where we are, who we are, the color of our skin, our background. He loves us. He cares for us. And I would hope on a day today, like today, uh, we can have an intentional mindset that draws us back to God's intentional love for us. He loves you. He cares for you. And maybe you don't feel like you have a lot to be thankful for today. Think about the air that you breathe, the fact that we have freedom in this nation, despite all of its challenges, that we have opportunities. If you have family and friends to be thankful for them, I would encourage you in your own proclamation in your own life that you would proclaim his goodness to someone. Maybe reach out today uh, and share the goodness of God with someone there are people in your neighborhood, in your community, people that you will see as you travel today. No matter what you're doing, you're going to come across people who need a word of encouragement. And what an opportunity to do that uh, in a positive way. And as well, enjoying just the family and some of the celebration. And again, we, we welcome your stories. Tell us on our storyline what you're thankful for and what God is teaching you intentionally you can share at 888 When you get there, press number two. Please, just tell us your story. This happened in the pharmacy on Saturday. The pharmacist knows me and through thick and thin and um, for years. And he said to me, well, how are you, Suzanne? And without even reservation, I just looked at him and I said, I am blessed and highly favored. And he looked at me, and there was an audience not knowing that was listening. And I said, because it's down to this, Daryl, I have food, I have clothing, I have shelter, and I have transportation. And to have all of that, I have a job. And for that, I'm thankful. Oh, I'm thankful for everything that God provides. The wife he gave me, my family, everything. I'm thankful for the peace that God has given me. I have um, just a trying family situation that my husband and I are dealing with today. And and the Lord has just really given us peace through this. And we're just trusting him that he's going to, you know, keep providing that peace and, you know, throughout our family. Great. Hey, listen, we've got a whole line of 
thankful folks who are going to take the mic and tell tell you what they're thankful for coming up. So I'm glad you're with us today. This is a food day, too. I don't know what it is. You know, Thanksgiving, there's a celebration we focus on turkey, right? And if there's not turkey, some people get disappointed, you know. There might be other days for hamburgers, but this is a turkey day (laughs) and stuffing. Uh, Someone once said that an optimist is a person who starts a new diet on Thanksgiving Day. (laughs) And I... And I hope, uh, well, that's not going to happen for me. I can at least tell you that today. Maybe tomorrow, but, but, but not today. Thanksgiving is a great time, you know, to teach your kids how to be thankful. And I've got a couple of callers who want to address this very issue. So let's get started. We've got uh, John in Nevada on the line. Hey, John, welcome to the program. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. What, what have you been teaching your kids? Well, um, you know, I've, I've just, what I've been teaching them is that uh, what I did was, you know, for a while there, my children, I got four boys and a daughter. And for a long time, you know, they were really selfish about a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. So what my wife and I decided to do, we're like, you know, we're going to get them to go do some community service and go and really put them in the, in the depths of what's really going on and what they really don't see on an everyday basis. So uh, we took them to go and uh, do some community service with, uh, this woman who had um, she needed help with her house and cleaning her house and and my second to oldest he he really looked at everything like she didn't have a lot of stuff that he knows that we have and they were like okay we got video games we got all this stuff and look at what these people don't have compared to what we what we have you know what I mean that's right and a lot of it was too uh, that we got they got to see children their age who were homeless who didn't have anything, you know, all the time they're crying about, oh, I want to get this game or I want to get uh, these shoes or whatever the case may be, you know, they got to see how fortunate they really are by going to do community service with, you know, people their age and to see that there's people out there who are homeless who don't have the things that they have. Absolutely. And they became more appreciative of those things after that, after they Absolutely. got to see what's really going on. Hey, listen, I think I, I think you nailed it, John. One of the best gifts you can give to your children is to get outside of themselves and serve others. And uh, during Christmas, of course, and Thanksgiving, but year-round, find places and ways that you can serve those that, frankly, are less fortunate than many of, many of us are. There's always someone on the chain, I guess, or on the ladder of life that's going to be a few steps behind that we can encourage, and it'll be a, a reminder to your kids and to your family, how blessed we really are. I try to I try to remind myself all the time how blessed we really are. We were just amazing in this country. Even those who wrestle the most uh, with uh, work or whatever are so far ahead of so part so many parts of the world. We are thankful, learning to be thankful wherever we are. Here's what people are saying online. Facebook, Nicole says, uh, thanking God for all things that he provides, from the big ones like our house to the small things like a uh, parking space. You ever thankful for a parking space? Yeah. When you ever drive into a busy mall and you, know, you tell a lot about your personality, by the way, when you pull into a, a mall, do you have the kind of faith that there's going to be a parking place right at the front or do you see the first spot you get way out and you park? Or do you always go right to the front and say, I know there's going to be one right up there for me? How many of you guys go right to the front? You're gonna, you're, you know there's going to be a spot for you up there. Yeah, it's healthier the other way. That's true. That's true. Ashley says, here's what I do to be intentional, praying for 
uh, the food before we eat. It's a simple prayer, but they have gratitude for their full stomach and know that it is a blessing. Boy, that's important. Kelly says, thank God in front of them for each moment that we have each day. Very practical. Okay, Eric is going to weigh in. He's on the phone. In uh, Where in Arizona are you today, Eric? We're in Tucson. I'm in Tucson. In Tucson. Well, welcome. Appreciate your call. What are you teaching your kids? Well, the, um, I have um, three foster kids that are teenagers. They, um, we uh, really struggle because they're not appreciative for anything, and they came out of the system, so their parents are used to getting everything, and so they're taught that entitlement is the way to live. Yeah. And um, so we, but we pray every day. We thank them for everything. I mean, for things like having a, um, you know, a house that uh, we're protected from the rain, that we eat every day, that we, um, that we have pets that, that are around us, we have transportation. Um, but uh, I guess my struggle is, is we've been teaching them this, and we've had a couple of these kids for quite a while. And um, it just doesn't seem to be permeating the, um, the clay, if you will. Um, so it's frustrating. I, sure I, um, they think that everything we do for them, they think they deserve. Um, and then they get mad when we don't do something. You know, if we don't, like, we have a rule, they don't get a cell phone until they turn 16. And, and so, of course, you know, today everybody has a cell phone. So somehow we're just not providing because they don't have a cell phone. Well, I think a couple, so, I think a couple of things, Eric, real practical things. One is, you, you know, it's hard to sometimes reverse what's done early on. Some of those patterns take time. And what you're doing now, though, is instilling a new way of looking at life. You're being intentional and reminding your kids about the power of being thankful, and you continue to stick with it. But I think that uh, you might want to get even more practical and withhold something. The kids say, well, how come I didn't get that? Say, well, last time we did that, you didn't seem that thankful for it. Uh, In other words, they start to see the connection between something that they're expecting to realize there's a connection to being thankful for that thing. And I think as children start to see those connections, we can learn, no matter if we're six months or 16 years old. When there's not a consequence for a lack of thankfulness, frankly, why do I need to be thankful? It's going to show up anyway. And I think when we teach our kids, we can do that in a healthy way, but in a consistent way, there should be a consequence. If kids aren't thankful, then maybe we don't show up quite so quickly with all the goodies of life. You're listening to Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Hookman with an intentional word for grandparents. Thanksgiving and family time go hand in hand, and as godly grandparents, Thanksgiving provides a unique time for us to bring God into our family get-togethers. Here are two options for you to consider this Thanksgiving. The first is to have each family member not only share what they are thankful for, but also to whom they are thankful. Being thankful for something emphasizes what we have, but when we think about whom we are thankful to, the focus shifts to someone other than ourselves. Many may be thankful to family members or other significant people in their lives, but also many will recognize their thankfulness to God. 
option two. As you lead your family during Thanksgiving, have them be specific as they share what they're thankful for. Using Deuteronomy 4, 9, and 10 as your model, have them share their thankfulness specifically regarding something God has done for them in their lives during the previous year. As godly grandparents, what a privilege we have to lead our families in thanksgiving to our Almighty God and for what He has done. And what a blessing it will be for you to hear what they share. Remember, have your family identify to whom they are thankful and or have them share thankfulness for what God has done in their lives. Have a happy and God-filled Thanksgiving for Intentional Living. This is Larry Huckman. Hi, I just wanted to leave a message about Thanksgiving and I asked my six-year-old son to draw a picture of what he was thankful for and he drew a picture of a gift. I assumed getting gifts. And he said, no, Mom, I'm thankful for being able to give gifts to people. Hi, Dr. Randy. This is Kim calling from Northeast Arkansas. I listen to your program every day on my way home from work. And I just want to say that I think you are a phenomenal speaker. You touch people's hearts. You're not ever condemning anybody. You just you relate to people so well. And, and for that, I, I thank you. And the other thing, too, is I'm responding also to your thankful message um, from today's broadcast. And I think that a key element to being thankful is to also be taught manners. I think that a lot of children are not being taught the very simple please and thank you. You know, when you teach a child from a young age to say thank you when you receive something, you know, it's much easier, I think, to relay the being thankful message, period. Um, my eight-year-old son has been taught since shortly after he could say mama and dada just simply because they need to know. Um, manners were huge in my family and my son, no matter where he's at, you know, mama's ear is always listening and if I don't hear it when it should be said, he's corrected so it becomes part of their regular speech and thought process. So once again, I, I think that being thankful is extremely important. I also think that parents need to be sure to enforce the, the matters. Uh, please, thank you. I appreciate that. Whatever the case versus I want, give me, and etc. Thank you so much for your message and for your topics. I think they are absolutely phenomenal. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing with us. We go way back to the beginning in 1789. George Washington made a proclamation of Thanksgiving. Can you imagine uh, today some of public officials saying this? Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits and uh, humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many and single favors of Almighty God, especially by a form mentioning them an opportunity to peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Then he says, therefore, and he assigned, uh, in that case, uh, Thursday the 26th of November to be a day of Thanksgiving. Can you imagine that today? Uh, as far as some of our public officials saying that, hey, listen, when we as a, and let me say, we as a mom and dad, grandparents in our home, we need to be that strong in sharing with our kids that today is not just about turkeys 
Not just about football. Certainly those are fun things and a part of the celebration and the ceremony and tradition. But let's make sure that God is the centerpiece of this Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think that's something we can do intentionally. Thanksgiving, it's a time for gratitude and getting together with family. It also can be one of the most stressful times of the year. Most families have at least a little stress surrounding Thanksgiving. Your best strategy is this. Spend a little time every day thanking God for three things in your life. Even the simple things like, thank you God for sunshine and fresh air today. The grateful spirit will lift your mood. One of my favorite verses about how we balance worry and thankfulness is Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Say thank you, pray, and let God turn your stress into peace. For Intentional Living, I'm Dr. Greg Jens. This is Amy Phillips for Intentional Living. Asking the question, besides sharing a meal together, what else does your family do on Thanksgiving? We watched the Detroit Lions this year beat the Minnesota Vikings. Well, we're a big sports family, so we've always liked to watch football, especially the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, and some college football too, but usually it's the Cowboys. I grew up in Dallas, and so that's been a tradition for a long, long time. Well, we start our Thanksgiving morning by making homemade cinnamon rolls. My daughter and I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, make them, let them rise, cook them, and then scrunch them down. We try to keep it really active, so following the meal, we always go out with the kids and play basketball. So the whole family kind of gathers together and does the basketball thing. After we get finished with that, we come back inside and start pulling out the Christmas decorations. We cannot wait to get things up. Actually, we're starting a new tradition this year, and there's a Air Force base in town, and they have some airmen that aren't able to go home for the holidays. So we are adopting an airman or woman and having them come over and join us for dinner. For Intentional Living, I'm Amy Phillips. I like it. Hey, listen, some really great suggestions, especially get the rolls and then go out and do the exercise to work off the rolls, right? I guess that's a part of Thanksgiving tradition. We certainly are thankful for our family. Uh, We'll be together with our uh, sons, two sons and our daughter, and our eight grandchildren, at least for a few hours uh, on the day. Uh, And that's special. It is special. And maybe you're not. Maybe you're going to be alone, but I love some of the comments you've heard. Reach out. Maybe there are people in your community that you could do uh, something for them, something unexpected, an intentional act of kindness, reaching out to someone today who would be encouraged by you just stopping and, and sharing Christ with them or maybe sharing some food with them or just encouraging them with a word. That's what Thanksgiving's about. I hope it's a a day that you look back on and say, hey, it was a good day to share the good news with other people. I'm thankful for 2 Corinthians 12, 9. His power is perfect in my weakness. And uh, this time last year, we were blessed with two sons, and unfortunately one was a a prodigal son, and uh, I had to lay that burden at the foot of the cross. And... uh, And I can say today with God's blessing that we have a relationship. It's not the relationship that I continue to pray for, but it is a relationship. And I just know that that God will bring you through anything that, that comes before you. I am thankful for my salvation and my family and my Christian family. I am extremely thankful not only for Jesus, but for the life that I have. I think of the life that I could have had 
and it would have been disastrous. But the life that I have and the loving family that I have, um, a husband that has stuck, we have stuck with each other through thick and thin. We've lost family members, we've lost a son, and we, we just hang together. Hmm. Lots of different stories, lots of different um, traditions, different experiences, different realities that uh, people are facing on this Thanksgiving. But all of us, no matter how, you know, how, how high we are in terms of everything going great or how low you're feeling on a day like today, I think William Jennings Bryan made the statement long, 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 long time ago, and it was a good one. He said, on Thanksgiving Day, we acknowledge our dependence uh, we acknowledge that ultimately we are dependent upon a God who created everything that were made in his image. It is not about us. It's about him. And I think today is an important day for those of us who are followers of Christ to really focus on our dependence upon him and uh, to live that out intentionally. Again, we'd love to hear your traditions, your stories, what you're doing today. Take a minute. Maybe you can all call in and Share on our storyline as, as a family what's going on. We'd love to hear it. 888 888 I'm just calling to, to say how thankful I am because my son um, had a very rare, has a very rare type of epilepsy called Lander Kleffner Syndrome. And I hope in this little testimony will give other people hope. Um, I gave up everything. I was a producer, production manager in New York City, and we just gave up everything and went on a trek to try and find this type of medicine that the insurance company wouldn't give for my son. They said that it wouldn't work, and um, they said that my son would never talk again. He would never uh, be able to walk and anything. Anyway, uh, to make a long story short, we went down to a doctor in, in Albany, Georgia, and he... Um, took the chance on my son, I'm, I'm sorry for choking up, and, and gave him this infusion of hemoglobin. And my son now is talking, he's still really far behind, but he's talking and he's walking, and that's because of the grace of God. And we just want to thank him for my wife and my, myself, we just all want to just thank God. And we remember every day we see my son talking and, and speaking and laughing, we know that it's nothing but God because the doctors still are amazed at, that he's talking and walking and they're doing tests on him because they want to help other kids through him. And I know that's only through the grace of God. That's fantastic. Thank you for telling us your story and what God has done in your life and giving him the glory for it. You know, at the end of the day, that's what we teach. We know the Bible is very clear that we are here to bring glory to God and enjoy his presence forever. I think that's a great definition of the chief end or the chief meaning of men and men and women and uh, why God has placed us on this planet. And as you do that today, some of these stories that we've shared, we, we hope they encourage you and remind you of the power of being thankful. Uh, my wife Donna and I and our three children and our eight grandchildren, we're thankful. We've had challenges like you have. There are days that were up, days that were down. We know that we have no guarantee of tomorrow in terms of what could happen every day to be able to get up and give him the glory. That is what intentional living is all about. Well, thanks for joining me today on Intentional Living from our center where we're committed to what it means to be intentional in our walk with Christ. And it's because of this message that we're seeing lives transformed and people coming to Christ and being strengthened in their relationships. And that makes every day worthwhile. If you'd like to know more about intentional living, just check us out at theintentionallife.com. 
from all of us at the Carlson family, all of us here on the team. Have a great Thanksgiving day, and we'll see you next time from Intentional Living.